Hey, this is Joe Sanfilippo. You're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. You don't mean to get to them all today. Yeah, I do. Hey! Let's go! Open up! You have turned into Remote Control's latest episode. Listen in as the GCRN crew talks TV from 2000 to now. With pilot and season premiere episodes, finishing finales, and season passes as well. Now get ready to change the channel with your remote control as we bring you the latest and greatest in the world of television. All from the GeekCast Radio Network, we are all remote controlled. All I'm asking is that you keep an open mind. Danny's already set some space aside behind the skee-ball games. No. Hell no. Yes, indeed. So what do you say, my... By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Huh? Is it unanimous? You know, I worked in a box factory one summer in high school, and I, I haven't seen one of these in years. Trip down memory lane. That's perfect. You know what this is? It's a corrugator. It uses steam and salt to crimp craft paper for cardboard. And it makes a hell of a racket doing it, which is great, right? No. Steam and salt. When this thing is running, it's like a jungle in here. Shit. That'll ruin the product. Well, well, you can't just pop down to Costco and get a couple dehumidifiers? Wait. Fine. Fine. Moving on. Hello and welcome to Remote Control. This is the final season pass episode for Breaking Bad. We've made it through all five seasons. Yay! I'm, of course, TFG and Mike. Joining me is Riley and even Flo Mergley. Hello, sir. Made it through. I'm going to watch them again now. Oh, hell no. I already removed it from Netflix. Removed it. I'm pretty sure you can't do that. I think only Netflix can do that. Oh, I... Dumbass. I meant I removed it from my list on Netflix. Just because it's on there doesn't mean I have to have it in my list of things to watch. Uh, Alright, Breaking Bad, Season 5 is probably... Season 4 and Season 5 are probably the best seasons out of the (laughs) whole damn thing. I don't know, it's tough. I really like season three as well. Uh, I don't know. So season five, we've got pretty much the same main and recurring cast. It doesn't really... The only changes are when people die. Well, and the addition of... uh, Lydia's a regular. Yeah. uh, And then we've got the white supremacists and Todd, so... Yeah, and Todd's Todd's a regular now as well. Um, other he's, guests... Okay. He's a real breath of fresh air. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, I, I swear, I, I, I've seen that guy before somewhere. Uh, yeah, he's been in a couple of things, but uh, I think most notably it was uh, Friday Night uh, Lights. Lights. Yeah, I never saw that show, but I swear, like, just... The oh, way... He's been in a bunch of things. Yeah. He's actually done some voice uh, over work. If I had the window open, I'd list them off. But yeah, See, he's in a fair amount of things. Yeah, a few um, 
I think the few reasons, at least in Breaking Bad Season 5, why I kept thinking I recognized him was because I thought at the time... I thought at the time he was trying to impersonate Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting because for a few moments he sounded like uh, Damon's character in Goodwill Hunting. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah Matt, Matt Damon generally a little less murderous. Obviously, uh, he was also in uh, Battleship. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Netflix, man, does it ever not know what to recommend to me? Because I remember when Battleship got added. It told me, here's a movie you might enjoy. And I remember thinking, no, no. here's a movie there's no chance of me enjoying. Thanks, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's on Fargo, if you've seen that. Isn't the yeah. series. I forgot about that. He's been in a ton of things, though. NCIS, Grey's Anatomy, CSI, Judging Amy, uh, Cold Case, Fear Itself. Mm-hmm. Any of those? No? Yeah, so no. It's I... Teenage Wish. I'm sure you watched huh, all of that. Funny. Uh, although he was only a background character. Uh, I've Walker, seen Texas him. Ranger. No, uh, I have not seen that episode. I don't right, think I probably did. Uh, he was Tommy Harbor in Varsity Blues in '99. Wow, I did not remember that guy at all. Uh, he, well, he was in a Matt Damon film. All the pretty horses. <laughs> Maybe it was a stand-in. <laughs> oh God. Um, other characters uh, in this in in, in re- recurring for season five, we've got Skinny Pete and Badger are back. That sh- we'll we'll get to that. That shocked the hell out of me that they not that they came back, but what they came back as. Yeah, I love their appearances in the film. <laughs> anyway, uh, the other one that's notable too is I mean Mike comes back as a regular character at this point. Yeah, it only uh, took him in- four and a half years. Yeah, well, he's in pretty much all the episodes up until uh, something happens. Uh, mm-hmm. So up until he goes to Belize. <laughs> oh, what? That's what Saul said. It's, anyway, yeah. Oh, Saul. Oh, poor Saul. <laughs> yeah, although he's great in this season, but yeah. at least he grew a backbone at the end. Well, I think a lot of that too is the mystique around Walt is dead as he's coughing and he's becoming yeah. frail from it. From the cancer. I mean, before we get into it, overall, one of my favorite things was in this season in particular, Walt doesn't solve any of his problems through violence himself. Because, I mean, he can't. And even Not until the very him, end, yeah. yeah but, well, no, even then, though, he doesn't solve it himself. I mean, he uses science and that kind of thing because... He's not a, you know, he's not a guy who's going to run in and shoot everybody and, you know, yeah. John Woo double pistol, pistol <laughs> you know, or come in with a shotgun and be the Punisher or something like that. I mean, I appreciated that because that was one of the fears because when we open with Live Free or Die, the opening episode, we get Walt in the 52, uh, at 52 years old mm-hmm. and he... You know, and we get the... He's got the gun in the trunk. Uh, and it's a giant, like... Uh, what is it? A 50 cal or 60 cal? I can't remember. Oh, man. Also, I don't know my guns all that well. It's one of them. Yes, it's a large gun. And that's <laughs> not true. I do know my guns 
really well. Sorry, it's an M60. That's right. That's what that's what you said. It was an M60. Yeah, which is uh, not a light uh, weight no, weapon. No, no. Well, Walter White, even cancer-free Walter White, could not lift that by himself. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was kind of. Unless I get a visual cue saying that it's the future or the past or 18 hours before or whatever, sometimes I get confused with this show when they're flash forwards and flash back. To be fair, this one was pretty clear. I mean, they show the license plate, which is A, obviously not Albuquerque. Yeah, uh, B, that's I true. Mean, he, co- he comes in and it's 50 and does the 52. And then we cut to him with his family where he's doing 51. So we know, you know. It's yeah, well, yeah. But I, th- I think for me, the reason why I didn't know what the hell was going on was because apparently his cancer has come back, which makes his hair grow back for some odd reason. Well, no, he just stops doing uh, chemo. Oh, well, there's that too. Because obviously he can't uh, just go into a hospital and go, hi, I'm Walter White. <laughs> so if he, also, I mean, his cancer at this point is A, terminal, and B... Yeah, uh, he's in. You know, he's kind of past the point of no return, unfortunately. Well, yeah. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> he's get into. He's pretty much past know. the point of no no return at this point. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get there. Uh, this first episode, let's see. It's mostly just tying up the last season. I mean, yeah. you know, Walt and Jesse need to get Gus's old laptop uh, erased. And, you know, Mike is in on it, because obviously Mike used to be a police officer. Yeah. And, I mean, that's sort of the main thing. Some behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, This one was directed by Michael Slovis, who was the director of... I mean, he did the majority of the visuals and the camera work and everything else for the show. Uh, And so, you know, it's nice for him to get to it seems like everybody uh got in on directing bad at some point or another yeah but you know he would turn this into you know he's directed two episodes of game of thrones now and so i don't know it's i think he's another one that he had had a good career before breaking bad uh and now he directs on you know game of thrones he's done better call saul etc etc but you know, it's another one that's uh, an awful lot of people have had careers spin out of this show. Michelle McLaren, who directs the second episode, uh, desperately should be doing movies because she does amazing action sequences. And she's also, even on episodes she doesn't necessarily direct, she's responsible for most of the amazing time-lapse sequences Breaking Bad does. You know, yeah. when they set stuff to music and you get the yeah. sort of montage of everything going on, that's generally always her. Uh, and that's always really well done. That's awesome. But anyway. uh, the first episode, uh, Jesse's finally using his brain. Loving that. Uh, Jesse's probably the smartest he's ever been in this <laughs> in this. Yeah, season. bitch. Magnets. Woo! <laughs> Sadly, one of the last instances of yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch! Magnets! Oh! But anyway. Uh, sadly, one of the most clear-cut instances of it. Um, yeah, he he does use it throughout the season, and he does use it 
in the finale a couple of times. But, well, he's uh, gotten a lot brighter. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he's grown up an awful lot since that first season. My one thought about uh, episode one's plot here, why the hell is there a tricycle in the police evidence room? <laughs> How many police evidence rooms have you been into? I, it's, I've seen a lot of them on TV and movies, and I, I just don't, you know, I, you know, think guns and drugs and all this other stuff. I don't think kids' tricycles. Um, I don't know. They have, like, whatever evidence. Maybe it's the... Uh, maybe it's a second bike from the one kid who shot Combo. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, that's just so wrong. Well, of course, he was killed later on. Yeah. That's maybe so... that's what he got killed on. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, Walt intimidating Saul was, was interesting. And then um, at the end of this episode, that is the most awkward hug in TV history. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And I liked the intimidation of Saul because, of course, we get a callback to it in the second Mm -hmm. last episode. Um, And, yeah, just, you know, this was a good way to start the season. It's kind of a, it's fun to see the episodes where Walt and Jesse are kind of working towards something. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I like that they do that again in a few episodes, but then, of course, they turn it to... Turn it on its head at the end of that one. But anyway, um, yeah, so the second episode, which is Madrigal, uh, we get the setup for Lydia, who's a new Mm -hmm. character to the series. And first of all, uh, I didn't know what was going on with the opening sequence in this, and then it all made sense when you realized that, okay, it's this is... Yeah, this you is know, where Los she's... Hermanos, yeah, uh, and the guy there is yeah, committing suicide because he apparently was in on it with Gus, uh, quite clearly, and yeah, the DEA is still trying to figure out what happened from, or what happened with Gus and all these other things, which yeah. you know obviously they would, but yeah, and then aside from that, yeah, we get Walt and Jesse trying to figure out a new business plan. They need a methylamine supplier, which is where Lydia comes in. And, yeah, Mike is a... Mike goes along with them here fairly reluctantly. I think he's mostly looking out for Jesse at this point. Yeah, he doesn't want anything to do with Walter. No, yeah, because Mike's smart, and he's smarter than most of the people on the show. Yeah. Although to be fair, he's also older and wiser, and he's kind of, <laughs> well, he's kind of seen it all. I mean, it's something he tells yeah. Walt uh, much earlier in the series that he's seen people like him and like Gus before, et cetera, et cetera. So. Mm. Jesse's breakdown in this episode is, is just hauntingly eerie and amazing. Honestly, I mean, Aaron Paul kicked that character's. Uh, uh, emotions into high gear and of course they have to bring in the creep factor factor here with walter trying to uh, reassure him that ugh. all of my yeah. notes regarding walt and jesse for the first like five episodes of season five creepy the last note i have for season for episode two walter at the end oh my god too creepy well a lot of it is because uh we know now you know how manipulative walt is post mm-hmm. the lily of the valley 
scene at the end of season four. Yeah. Uh, we get Mike's backstory in this because the, by the next episode, Mike's dead. <laughs> but I loved finally seeing Mike's, you know, Mike's backstory because he ends up uh, in, was it eight? What? Mike's not dead until the uh, middle of season five, by the way. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you're, you've jumped way forward. I thought it was. I thought. It, well, no, but we get the we, we get his backstory in episode two, right? Because he's he's in the um, he's in the police station, and we we see that he's not going to tell them anything. And then Hank goes through various things and places of where he's been, and then they go through a montage. Yeah, we do get uh, his backstory. Yeah. No, yeah. that's accurate. It's just yeah, uh, yeah Mike. Mike and his associates, uh, not to mention some of Gus's people, including Chow, who uh, gets killed in this. He was seen in an earlier episode as part of sort of Gus's crew. Uh, mm-hmm. Chow was the methylamine supplier for Gus. Uh, yeah. How do I remember? Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, he gets nabbed by the DEA, which results in, you know, the DEA is on to Mike, and Mike's kind of the hot one at this point uh as well as mike we learn from this episode and from the next one because walter's upset in hazard pay third episode mm-hmm. he's upset that any of their money is going to pay gus's slash mike's former guys the ones who did get caught and are in prison and yeah <laughs> Uh, so anyway, this is part of Mike's uh, kind of downfall. Mike is fiercely loyal, yeah. And there's generally nothing wrong with that. The problem is, of course, Walt's not. Yeah. Uh, Walt only cares about the money and being the the best, the yeah, king. So yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. I mean, I mean, hazard pay. What I liked was <laughs> the whole. <sighs> Can't you get dehumidified? <laughs> I love Saul taking them around to various places where potentially there could be a lab. No yeah. fast food, no laser blaze. <laughs> I love when they go to the laser blaze place and both Walt and Jesse just look at each other and like, no. That's a recurring theme. Uh, Saul really likes the laser tag because, oh, yeah. I mean, that's one of the businesses he wanted them to buy hmm. to... Uh, launder the money through yeah but yeah the other note for this or at least well i mean a couple there's a bunch of notes for this because this fairly important episode but one uh walt just flat out moves himself back into his old house yeah uh, against skylar's wishes so that's extremely uh creepy next uh we get the first appearance of vomino's pest control Uh, And by the way, we get the return. This is one of the episodes that Skinny Pete and Badger come back in because they go and buy the music cases, which I thought was amusing (laughs) because I use use that stuff for audio video uh, equipment. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, yeah, we get a number of different things. So, I mean, uh, Jesse and Andre are starting to see each other again and walt has a conversation with brock oh so creepy only a few episodes ago so Uh, creepy 
next, uh, Marie uh, and Skylar kind of have it out because Skylar has a breakdown. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, oof. I mean, so a number of things. I mean, first of all, Walt encourages Jesse to uh, uh, break up with Andrea. Yeah. Uh, partially because he's a piece of crap. And... <laughs> Also, because he's worried about getting found out. But the real reason is he's a piece of he's junk. He's a piece of he, junk, yeah. Yeah, he just doesn't want to see, have to see Brock or potentially feel bad or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, ugh, Walt is terrible in this entire episode. He's I terrible think. in this entire season. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean... This, is, this whole season is sort of a denouement to the show. It's a what happens if Walt wins sort of episode and most shows or episode season most shows don't get the chance to do that like most shows would end with the hero quote unquote you know being triumphant in season four and getting rid of gus yeah uh but of course walt's no hero yeah no and so yeah we get the you know walt is basically now scarface i mean god yeah. It's a great series, but man, like this season wears on you, um, especially the last few episodes. But yeah, anyway. the last last few wear on us. But we'll get to those. Uh, the thing about Hazard Pay before we move on to the next one, <laughs> the house tent montage. <laughs> I just had to laugh at that. Like, look, I get that's what they're going to be doing. That's how they're going to be. They're they're basically going to be having mini labs inside people's homes. At, you know, as they you know tent for bugs and all that stuff and fumigate. But just the way that that was shot, the way that the cinematography was done for that, and the music behind. <laughs> how the camera moved as each house got tinted that was just hilarious i found that just so funny the other note is that particular montage the one with all of the tents Mm -hmm. uh which by the way i'm pretty sure is actually inclining overall but anyway uh the it's meant to signify that Walt's cancer is back. Uh, the tents popping up one after another, time lapsed. Oh, okay. Uh, it's the cell, the cancer cells returning in Walter, and it's the cancer spreading, which is an intent, intentional visual and really smart because at that point in the season, uh, we were wondering like what Walter's health was at because he hasn't really shown a whole lot of signs of the cancer lately yeah anyway 51 yeah 51 car wars <laughs> oh that montage was great just back and forth back and forth that was hilarious i mean walt uh well i mean it continues to go off the rail but we get Jesse and Lydia sort of facing off. There's GPS trackers on their barrels. Yep. Uh, Skylar continues to go nuts. Like, there's a number of different uh, yep. plot lines in this. Well, the GPS trackers, I mean, that was all Lydia. <laughs> She's just becoming more and more unhinged 
Um, this episode has Skylar's famous pool scene. Yeah. Goes Which, for a swim. Yeah. That was that was good. Um, their conversation about the plan as well, like that, just wow. Some of the conversation that they have in this season, when they do get to talk to each other, are just so great for both of their characters to see how much is she going to compromise herself for him. Yeah. Um... It's so some more like behind the scenes slash or stuff that you can see that you may not notice. One is uh, Skylar changes her entire wardrobe over the course of the season. Yeah. Uh, she's in the sort of dull colors that uh, that Walt used to wear when he was kind of beaten down and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's intentional. The other one, of course, is Walt and Jesse reverse colors as the season goes on. Yep. And by the end of the series, Walt is in the clothes that Jesse wore in the premiere, and Jesse's in similar yeah. clothes to Walt, which was really neat. Intentional, like to show that how the characters are evolving. Yeah. I really liked the Skylar stuff. The fact that yeah, her color palette. Uh, as a character just goes down and down as the time goes on and things get crappier for her. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I mean, we get the, they flat out, you know, are talking about whether or not to kill Lydia, which Mike's in completely in favor for, which is interesting. And then Walt, of course, goes against it because he doesn't want to lose any time. Yeah. <sighs> And Jesse gives him a nice uh, new watch. That that only lasted till the end. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, yeah, the... I forgot that I forgot that Jesse had given him that because before we recorded the episode, folks, I w- I've watched the the fifth season over the last week and a half or so, and I've taken notes as as I've gone along, but. Up until watching the final two episodes, about two or three hours before we recorded this, I forgot that Jesse had given him that watch. And then we get the last line of the episode is creepy when Walt tells Skyler, the person who gave me this uh, wanted me dead too. He changed his mind, Skyler, and so will you. Uh, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. yeah. And then we get uh, episode five. God, I love this episode. That was a good one. Uh, Dead Freight. So basically, the majority of the episode's a fantastic train job. This is one you basically just have to watch. There's not an awful lot to it. I mean, they're stealing a train load of methylamine. It's a really well-thought-out plan. This is an amazing episode. And then it all gets undone at the end as uh, a kid... Uh, gets uh, a kid like comes across what they're doing and Todd you know shoots him yep uh, it's Drew I can't remember the last name now uh, oh Drew god Sa- I think it's Drew yeah. Sharp is the name yeah, of the kid yeah that's what it is Drew Sharp um, yeah I only have four because you're right I was just watching this episode 
when I, you know, normally I take a lot of notes, but when it's just an episode that you just have to watch, Walt planning a, a bug in Hank's office, that's, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's major, and he does it major. awkwardly. Yeah, as he very. Per, you know, pretends to be broken up and... Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like Cranston's acting for it, but as the Walt character where Walt is now, that just... Yeah, you're right. Ugh. Uh, second note, Lydia's gonna get it. Like, I know, she's she's on the hit list at some point. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mike flat out voted to kill her in the previous yeah, episode. Yeah. Uh, robbing a train, okay then, that, that was cool. I, you know, at least they didn't, you know, at least they didn't go up in, um, in bandit masks. Is this a robbery? No, it's a science experiment. Which kind of would have fit in with well, Walt. Well, they could have, since Walt's yeah, man. Anyway. It could have. Uh, uh, I liked how they use uh, Bill Burr's character to Kubi to stop the the train, of course. It's, yes, that was hilarious. That was great. You know, Mike's the lookout, and then Walt, Jesse, and Todd are draining the methylamine. And it's all really uh, well done, and it's all really... It's great tension, it's shot really well, and that kind of thing. And then, yeah, the finale, which was heartbreaking, where, you know, Drew just waves at them. Todd waves back, proving what a great guy Todd is. Yeah. And then draws his gun and kills him. Oh, my God. The dude just... What's funny is later on, I guess, we'll... yeah, hell, they'll do it now. I mean... Later on, well, first of all, Jenny, Jesse Plemons is amazing as Todd in this whole series. Oh, he is. Yeah, I, I don't. Of, yeah, I don't dislike him. A lot of his him. stuff is uh, ad libbed because he understood the character more than even the writers. Okay. And uh, I'll get to that. Like a lot of his stuff with Lydia is ad libbed, and the way he's you know creepily attracted to her. Uh, for example, like the episode where he picks up the cup of coffee and wipes her lipstick off it, you know, that was ad-libbed by him Yeah, as something creepy Todd would do. But anyway, uh, he's great in this episode, and he's so just creepy overall, because I mean, I think it's the second last episode where he's watching the video and Jesse's talking about, you know, Drew, Drew Sharp being killed on video. And Todd's laughing because he's thinking, like, ah, good times. I remember that. Like, <laughs> he, oof. You know, he thinks he's buddies with Jesse and Walt. And, you know, they're all friends. And he's like, ah, oh, remember that cool time when we robbed the train and I had to kill the children? You know. That's not... <laughs> it's funny you tell me that this is all ad-libbed by him because... It, to me, it seems like it would be something that Vince would write in because I mean, I've been I mean, watching all. Yeah, I, yeah. You, a lot of the stuff with Lydia is what's ad libbed, but I yeah. mean, the stuff with you know Todd laughing and being that like much of a sociopath was all meant. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know, Vince on the podcast would always say, you know, it only matters if you've got really good actors to pull off what you're writing, and yeah, mm -hmm. Jesse Clemens does a great job, and you're right, like Aaron Paul. Through this episode and then the next one when he's, you know, obviously, you know, we open with him completely broken up as they have to melt down the bike and the, oof, the bike and the corpse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, and Jesse, you know, punches Todd because 
Todd's like, hey, remember the kid? You know, he's just chatting about it. Oh, Should be noted, too, Todd's, like, creepy, like, keeping the tarantula that Drew had on him. Yeah. Also was... severely creepy. Uh... I mean, poof. Just, oh, God, I've got chills. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, uh, Jesse wants to leave in the next episode. Him uh, buy out, yeah. Deservedly so, uh, and wants them to sell the methylamine to Declan, who we get introduced. Uh, to Declan, uh, the actor who plays him, I can't rem- I don't think it's this scene. I think it's later on, the Say My Name scene. He's super duper sick in real life and just could barely talk. And oh, jeez. Just some of those things you don't think about when you're watching it on TV. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I mean, Jesse wants out. Walt obviously doesn't want him out because Walt just wants to keep keep cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean, I can't talk about the next episode without bringing up one of my favorite scenes of the entire season, which is the terrible slash amazing dinner scene with Walt and Jesse <laughs> at dinner with Skyler, with Skyler mm-hmm. telling him. You know, like, oh, did, you know, did Walter ever tell you about my affair? Like, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Jesse's just shoveling green beans the entire time and just trying yeah. to do anything but talk. <sighs> yeah, the dinner scene was awesome. The dinner scene was great. Oh, Lord. Yep. So, I mean, uh, Mike also wants to sell, and Walt's the only one that doesn't. Walter ends up hiding the methylamine, and, you know, Mike's gonna kill him, which, oof. Let's be honest, Mike probably should have at this point, but anyway. Yeah, the series would be over if he had, but, yeah, Mike should have killed him. Be a much happier ending, is my point. Yeah, very true. I mean, with what happens at the very end of the series, the last, I would say... The last two episodes are just a repeated gut punch. Yeah, I would almost say the last... The last four, 13 to 16. Anyway, we'll... Yeah, we'll we'll get to it, but I'm just saying, it's like, (laughs) if you had uh, Mike kill Walt now, would it be great for the characters and the story of the, like... What's going on in in the show continuity? Yeah, but for us and and dealing with it and whatever and having a great show to watch, no. Yeah, well. So episode so, I mean, seven. Yeah, the next one just rolls right into it with uh, Mike, Jesse, and Walt meeting with Declan this time, and we get the by the way we get the sweet to say my name. Yeah. <laughs> bit which is the title of the episode too but anyway yeah uh it's outstanding and yeah so he buys mike out and you know mike decides he's gonna pay continue to pay gus's boys slash his boys Mm -hmm. and you know gets ready to leave permanently because i mean the dea in this episode and the previous ones have been all over both he and his family so kaylee and you know, his, uh, so Kaylee's his gr- uh, granddaughter and then his daughter-in-law. Uh, yeah. And just, 
Yeah, so I mean, things aren't going well for Mike. He has the law all over him, and uh, well, outside of Jesse, outside of Jesse's slow eventual uh, turn later this season, uh, Mike is by far my favorite character of this show, <laughs> the entire yeah. show. Like I, <laughs> Mike is awesome, and it just sucks how Mike had to go out. <laughs> So, I mean, uh, Jesse and Walt, you know, Jesse wants his money. Walt ends up cooking with Todd, who, Todd's like his dream student, because, I mean, Todd is just there to, like, listen and yeah, not talk back, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, I mean, it's just, eh, I mean, uh, whatever. So, <laughs> they're, Todd's terrible. Uh and then we end the episode, and this is heartbreaking. So first of all, Mike ends up just leaving his granddaughter at the park mm-hmm. because the police are there and they're on to him, and it's all mostly Walt's fault. Uh, so Mike calls Saul and wants his go bag so he can leave. Uh, and so first of all, Mike makes a mistake and refuses to let Jesse help. Because he doesn't want Jesse to get in trouble, so he asks for Walt to help. <laughs> uh, oh, so not, not yeah, good, I mean, Mike. That, no, that's his undoing. So I mean, it's a great scene, and you know, Walt is at, Walt just wants the names of the guys who Mike's paying off because Walt's going to kill them. Yeah, uh, or have them killed, I should say. But anyway, and Mike insults. Walt's ego, which, by the way, you know, Mike's 100% dead on with it. But then, of course, you know, Walt storms off, and we find out that he stormed off to go get a gun, and he kills Mike. Yeah. And, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, We get our first F-bomb of the season, which I liked, though, with Mike just telling him to shut the fuck up and let him die in peace. Let me die in peace, yeah. Yeah, But yeah, I mean, Walt... It's funny because Walt realizes that killing Mike was unnecessary, that he could have gotten it from Lydia, but... I mean... Ugh. Walt's... Walt's a bad person. I mean, all he really cares about is his ego. Yeah. As we see in the next episode. Like, he doesn't... He doesn't even care about covering up for himself, etc., etc. It's just... I don't know, he wants to be... Yeah. With episode 8... Um, the mid-season finale, should be noted. Yes, the mid-season finale. Oh boy, this one. When this first started, I thought we were starting a whole new storyline. I didn't realize it first. And again, this goes to me not really being in the fandom of the show... I didn't realize the guys that Walt was talking to were the new hitmen. I just thought that they were, when we first see them without Walt there, I just figured, oh, well, this is going to be a whole, this is somebody coming after Walt. And then we find out that those are, you know. Hmm. Trump supporters. Um, So. (laughs) Every fucking episode. I can't help it. Listen, you introduce a bunch of white supremacists. What am I supposed to think? So, uh, (laughs) 
Anyway, yeah, joking aside. So, uh, there's about a dozen great portions of this episode. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, we get a pair of montages, but no... I don't know. I really liked the prison slash everybody gets killed within uh, a few minutes. minutes, It's it's less than two minutes, yeah, Yeah. across three different prisons. Yeah, that was good. And that that almost reminded me of the scene in Daredevil season two when Punisher gets out when he's in jail. Yeah, and he's killing yeah. it. That's honestly you what to, you don't have to remind me I, about. It. I know I don't have to remind you, but I'm reminding the audience because they may not know what the fuck I'm talking about. I know I don't have to remind you. You're the I get it. End all, be all. You know they better. I am not right. worthy anyway. But seriously, the the under two minute uh, j- between three different jail killing scene yeah. that reminded me of the Punisher attacking everybody in the jail scene in Daredevil season two. Um, the but other it was thing great, and I mean, it, oh, it, yeah. it crushes Hank to the point that he confides in Walt, which yeah, <laughs> great pick there. No, wrong decision, Hank. Uh, you said you enjoy the montages. I like the Crystal Blue Persuasion song montage yes. the best out of the two. <laughs> oh, that was great. That's so, I need to find that song. Holy crap, I like that song now. <laughs> yeah, actually, I actually have it on my iPod. Because of, anyway, oh, cool. So. Yeah, and I mean, Walt, uh, well, uh, this was just an amazing episode. And I mean, it's interesting that Jesse now is smart enough to be afraid of Walt. Because, I mean, he knows Walt killed Mike. Jesse's not a complete yeah. idiot. Uh, and, you know, Walt comes over and he, like, reminisces about, you know, cooking the simple days of cooking meth in the old RV, the good times. Yeah, stroll and... down memory lane. I liked the fin- the final portion of the scene too. You know, Walt gives him two bags, and there's part of me in my head going like, "Oh Jesus, it probably contains Mike's head or something." <laughs> uh, but no, it was actually you know Jesse's share of the money, and it's weird because I mean this you know it's we're pretty much completely tied up. Most of the loose ends are gone. You know, Hanks. Case is pretty much gone. Jesse's done, et cetera, et cetera. And then Hank goes to take a dump and <laughs> undoes pretty much everything when, you know, just looking through. And, of course, he finds Gail's uh, Griff gift to Walter. Yep, my other WW. Yeah, um, and he has an immediate... I liked that we had the immediate sort of callback to that conversation. Yeah. That he had with Walt way a couple seasons ago, where you know he tells, tells him like Walter White, and Walt's like, "You got me, you got me, yeah." And of course, yeah, yeah we know that he did, and that's how we end this kind of half season. Was we end it with you know, <laughs> Tank looks up on the toilet, and he, he now knows, holy shit, you know. Yeah. My final note for the episode: Well, shit, Hank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, no, th- this was a great mid-season finale. Even though I'm watching them now, full on all the way through, but this was this was an episode that I, if I was watching this series at the time that this was airing, this would be really, really agonizing for me to have to wait for the show to come back. Yeah, trust me, it was. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we would talk about it at work like every day about like, oh, man, what's gonna happen because 
at the time, there wasn't a whole lot of other shows on with this type of cliffhanger and that kind of thing. Like, Game of Thrones was huge at this point, but the books existed. And so, like, I had an idea of what was happening in the future, et cetera, et cetera. This was like a genuine cliffhanger that you had no real idea. Yeah, absolutely. And we jump straight into, you know, we get the, I loved the flash forward of the White House. Uh, yeah, that was seeing, awesome. Yeah, and seeing like Heisenberg spray painted. So at this point, we know that, you know, whatever happens, people know Walter White was Heisenberg and the house is like a mess. And, you know, he comes and he retrieves the thing of ricin that he hid there earlier. Yeah. I like the scene, by the way, where he sees his name his neighbor hello carol and hello carol and she just flips out yeah yeah <laughs> um, yeah and i mean i loved that they just absolutely went straight into it like the end of this episode is walter and hank facing off and hank basically telling them i know who you are yeah I know and, your name. <laughs> yeah. And then Walter, you know, threatens him back. But I just liked that I, most shows would have tried to probably uh, just, just draw that out. Uh, mm. And instead, like this one, they immediately went straight into it. And, you know, we find out that also that Walt's cancer's returned uh, and he hides. Well, he tries to keep it from his family, but he starts undergoing chemo again. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse is unsurprisingly miserable. Yeah, Jesse's arc in this season. Because again, you know, like we said, we've said it before and over and over again. Jesse feels bad, and Walt doesn't. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, Walter, I mean, we saw it earlier this season, another one of my favorite scenes, when they're talking about Drew Sharp being murdered, and Walt tells Jesse, you know, I had kids, you know, don't you think, how do you think I feel about this? And Jesse goes to leave, and Walter's whistling, like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, the thing with episode... Well, we're, we're almost on to episode 10 at this point. Um with buried uh what i love here is walt is scrambling at the beginning of this because <laughs> he has the guys he has um what's his name and what's his name saul's guys uh oh Kubi and huel yeah kubi and huel he has them uh gather up the money and the two of them are like, well, one of them's like, come on, you know, just do it once. We're not here to ch be channeling Scrooge McDuck. And I'm like, oh, yeah. God. Buell wants <sighs> to just you know, lie in it. And, uh, yeah, Koobies slash Bill Burr is telling him, yeah, we're not Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, and I did not notice this until the finale. I did not know that where Walt buried his his stash was where they first cooked. Yeah, because uh, if you look closely when he's rolling the barrel back, uh, you'll see his uh, you'll see his pants that were thrown out the window of the RV in the in the pilot. Yeah, which is a nice touch. Obviously, you know, in real life it 
it was it yeah. wasn't them. It's just no, it's, yeah. it's sort of an Easter egg for the yeah. people who have been watching. But yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna be saying this a lot a few times this season. I finally like Marie <laughs> when she is protecting the baby from Skylar. Holy hell, that scene! Oh my god. Oh boy. In general, like when they're not trying to give her all these quirks, and I've said it before, yeah. she can be a good character. So, I mean, if mm-hmm. they had kind of done this, yeah, from the start, it would have been nice. But yeah, she's good in this. I should note, too, you know, somebody we haven't talked a lot about in the whole series, Hank slash Dean Norris, is oh, terrific in this season, too. Yeah. Uh, he had never, he's a much bigger character at this point in the series but yeah he just he works just as well yeah no i mean well he the way i see hank is he's the opposite side of the coin for walt I mean, it's good and bad whatever else but it's one of those things where because walt has had this hanging over him for the longest time and just basically it's right in front of his nose but he doesn't see it yet um, he's come close a couple of times, but and obviously he's he knows now, obviously. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I think the reason why Hank's character got so much better this season was because he finally figured it out. He finally yeah. has his guy, and emotional torture just like holy crap! This is my brother-in-law. Yeah, and it's entertaining to see the battle of wits between them. You know, Walt's Mm -hmm. trying to stay one step ahead of Hank, and Hank's closing in on him, etc., etc. And, yeah, I should note, too, this episode is uh, the end of Declan as the uh, Jack and his white supremacist crew uh, kill all of them and take the methylamine and everything. Uh, luckily, well, uh, uh, luckily for the show, but unluckily for poor Jesse, uh, he's a crappy, uh, or sorry, Todd's a crappy cook. Uh, but anyway, yeah. so in this Todd one, is a, yeah, in this one, we end with Jesse getting nabbed finally. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> Hank has to know, you know, Hank put two and two together that Jesse's. Yeah part of it and yeah Jesse unfortunately is the one that's most likely to crack because he's already going nuts from all the murdering yeah everybody have an A1 day mm. I love later in the in the <laughs> we get to, I think it's episode 13 or 14 when Walter Jr. asks his mom why do we have to say that is just what we say dear <laughs> whatever it was she told him it's also the same episode. We get the sweets exchange between Walt Jr. and Saul of, well, kid, you know, don't drink and drive, but if you do, better call Saul. Oh, Saul. Uh, yep. oh, God, Saul. Anyway. We'll get more of him later. Yep. Yep. Oh. But yeah, episode 11 was great. It was so fun. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
what you're doing, turn and face me. You want to you wanna know what he did? You want to hear about it? Jesse, put out the lighter. He poisoned the little kid. It ain't your old boy just because, you know, just has a move. I want a bastard. Secret's out. We'll talk about it. But I need you to put out the lighter, okay? Look, Jesse. Jesse, I don't want to kill you. And you don't want to be killed. So put it out. You can't keep getting away with it! He can't keep getting away with it! He won't. <laughs> you really want to burn him down? Let's do it together. I don't like episode 12, so I mean, 12... <laughs> You know, again, like the, it's pretty easy to sum up in this one. I mean, the bulk of it is Walt knows he needs to silence or get rid of Jesse. Skyler just flat out says, "Like, why don't you have him killed?" Like, yeah. uh, like uh, Skyler is at this point. Well, I mean, I think she half she doesn't necessarily mean it. She's just kind of saying, "Like, well, you killed so many other people." Yeah, you know, she's uh, she she's says, pointing come, out. Yeah, yeah, she says we've come this far. What's one more? Yeah, um, Walt for whatever reason just doesn't want to kill him at least early on. Although we end with yeah uh, Jesse's sweet phone call to Walt threatening him, and then we yeah. end with you know Walter calling Jack and his crew to kill Jesse. Yeah. No, I I love that. I love. Um... Again, another instance of me enjoying Marie's character finally is that between her and Hank, they're both stepping up to to come in and and deal with, you know, taking care of the kids and things like that. Because both, I mean, like I said before, Skylar is so compromised by Walt that I don't know how anyone could expect her to take care of her own kids. Yeah. Uh, the only thing, uh, and I mean, an instance that I, I mean, I guess he doesn't know him, but we also get, you know, in the end, Jesse doesn't go to the meeting with Walt. Yeah. Uh, and probably deservedly so, although who knows what would have happened. But I mean, the other half of this that I sort of don't like, because it reminds me that he's not the, He's a good guy, but he doesn't know Jesse or anything. But, I mean, uh, Hank is willing to let Jesse die. Like, he doesn't care what happens as long as he gets Walt at this point. Yeah. And, I mean, he even tells Gomez, like, you know, it doesn't really matter. Like, he doesn't like Jesse, and he doesn't really care, you know, what happens as long as they get their evidence. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jesse... Uh... What I loved about this episode, and I think it happened in the last... Wasn't, wasn't the last episode where the last episode ended? Yeah, the, the last episode ended on Jesse in the house with the gasoline. And then in the middle... Like, between episode 11 and 12, it ends on such a epic note with Jesse, you know, just going off and yeah. spraying the entire house with gas. 
that in this episode it opens up with such a quietness I wasn't sure if we were ever going to get back to that to figure out what the hell happened. We find out that Hank showed up and basically convinced Jesse, hey, look, not, you know. Yeah, to stand down. Yeah. And I love that. I, I think that's great. You're right. Hank least, doesn't yeah, care two... what happens to Jesse, yeah. but I like the fact that the two characters can interact with each other without one, either one of them wanting to kill each other. Yeah, I think I accidentally skipped over confessions because, yeah, whoops. Which is a, <laughs> which is right. an important Sorry, which is an important yeah. episode because, I mean, that's the one as well. I mean, we get the excellent uh, Walter DVD of his yeah. confession oh, to Hank, God, which completely, yeah. like, sets up. Hank, yes. Yeah, and in the absence oh. of evidence, is, you know, if something happens to Walt, it would just be a he said, she said with, you know, mm. that DVD versus whatever evidence Hank would have, which is not much at this point. So, I mean, yeah. Walt knows. So, yeah, just... Uh, yeah, I mean... And that's, yeah, you're right, that's how we emptied, ended, because, I mean, uh, Walt, or Walt, Jesse is finally going to leave, go to the Disappearer, and, mm -hmm. God, I wish he had. Uh, I know. Like, there's so many chances for Jesse to have, it's not going to be, you know, he's not going to be a self-made millionaire, but there are so many chances in this series for Jesse to make the right decision for himself, and he never does. Yeah. Not so, until the very, obviously not until the very end, but it's one of those things where it, it's why I said Jesse as one of the two main characters is by far the better liked main character because as you said, he actually cares what happens. Yeah, there's to, a likability to Jesse at least. Yeah. And by this point, there's none to Walter. None to and Walt then, at all. And the only negative for this entire season is in this episode, too, is in Confessions. Uh, yeah. Not the one I skipped to, but anyway. <laughs> uh, so in Confessions, Jesse realizes that Huel pickpocketed the ricin mm -hmm. and that Walt must have poisoned Brock. Yep. And he figures this out because Huel, Huel ugh, pickpockets his pot before he's going to leave. Yeah. So I love the show. And but, I think Jesse's pretty bright, but yeah, that's a bit of a leap. I mean, yeah. I can see it. Like, it's it's not as though it's completely out of left field, but it's still pretty loose that Jesse goes, "Oh, this guy pickpocketed me easily. Wait, he must have pickpocketed me that time too." Yeah, uh, it's sort of minor. I mean, the show's good enough that. Yeah, and it's always been so good with the details, though, that this sticks out a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hate to say it, and I'm not trying to pick on other shows, but I mean, these leaps of logic, it's kind of normal for stuff for other shows, especially network shows. Yeah. But, you know, for Breaking Bad, when you do something that requires even the slightest bit of leap, it sticks out like a sore thumb, because they've tried to be so careful and... Everything's so well made. Yeah. Did we even see Huel pickpocket yes. the Ricin? We okay. We oh did. yeah. If you you have uh -huh. to go back and uh, if 
it's best, like the highest uh, resolution you can find, to do it. But yeah, and you can see him pickpocket the uh, weed as well. Yeah, I I figured as much on that. I just I think what I love when when it comes to Jesse and him actually getting to a point where he is using his brain, the the, the realization expressions that Aaron Paul uses for Jesse's character—it's like, shit, bitch, he took the ricin off of me. Yeah. I just I just love that about about Aaron Paul as Jesse. Oh, it's so good. I'm also impressed that they had the... I mean, they very could, easily could have just had... Oh, he took it and not bothered... Explaining with, it, yeah. Well, that and not bothered having it actually happen on film. Yeah. But, I mean, if you go back and I tried... And I did this. If you go back and watch the episode, yeah. You can actually see him, you know, grab, you know, something. But, man, do you have to be pay atten paying attention. Like, he's really good at it. Uh, and I don't remember, you know, if that took a whole bunch of case takes or what. I wish yeah. I could. I wish I did because I do know they talked about it on the podcast that, you know, the actor who played Huel uh, is actually a comedian. But anyway, if I remember right, they were impressed with how good he was at it. That he didn't have a huge problem doing it because, uh, man, like I. I would have been fumbling it. Or I would have knocked Aaron Paul over trying to get it out of his pocket. <laughs> uh, stop moving. Damn it, Aaron. I mean, Jesse. Stop fidgeting. Yeah. So, oops, God. I skipped forward into Rabbit Dog, which is the episode I mentioned before that, yeah. you know, you mentioned it too, that uh, Jesse gets cut off and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, gets picked up, and that's this is when too they have Jesse's admission of guilt and everything that Walt did on tape, and mm -hmm. then yeah, they want to pick up Walt, but I mean he wants to get that last little bit, which is, you yeah. know, Hank uses Jesse as bait, and then Walt's like, Todd, it's Walt. I might have another job for your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> uh... No, don't kill Jesse. Uh, you still owe me for Jesse. <laughs> it's later. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, we opened just before that, that uh, Todd's trying to get better at meth, but it's still only 76% and it's not blue. So yeah. her buyers aren't happy. This was when, you know... Todd receives a lucky phone call from Walt trying to, you know, get Jack to kill his uncle. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, so meanwhile, uh, they try to set up a sting on Walt by using the money to draw him out, which works, but unfortunately Jack and his gang you know, went with him yeah. uh, as, you know, Walt thinks Jesse's going to kill him and he makes the mistake of calling Jack and his crew and have them come out there and oh boy. Well, he calls them off, but obviously they're not going to listen. No, I mean we end with the shootout. Oh, that shootout. So good. He gets one, so he, sorry, Hank gets one last call 
to Marie, and I hate to say it, but I mean, when the phone call happened, I knew he was dead. But, yeah. on, but on the opposite side of that, when Jack and his crew were coming, I knew everyone was screwed anyway. Everyone so, was I mean, screwed anyway, yeah. yeah. It didn't feel like a, I just bought a boat, you know, cliche moment, because I mean, you already <laughs> knew that everybody was... <laughs> See, you, you had to sit there and go and say, I just bought a boat. Now, the first thing I think of is, do we want to have Leo shoot the shark? <laughs> and lethal weapon... Yes. Three or four. Yeah, I think it's I four. Know. Anyway. Hello. Uh, <laughs> no! 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 Wait! <laughs> I watched Jane die. I was there. And I watched her die. I watched her overdose and choke to death. I could have saved her. But I didn't. So I don't know. Like, uh, so first of all, that episode's fantastic. I know I summed it up quickly, mm. yeah. but it's another one that you can just you could just watch it. And the next episode is what I feel is the best episode of the entire series. Ozymandias, directed by yeah. future Star Wars director uh, Ryan Johnson, who's absolutely brilliant. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, this episode is by far the. Oh god, I don't it's know. A perfect episode. I mean, yeah, it is. And yeah, so I mean, we open with the aftermath of the shootout. Uh, I liked, you know, Hank telling Walter, like, Walt, you know, you're so smart. How are you gonna be so stupid? Jack made up his mind like ten minutes remember. ago. Yeah. And anyway, of course, yeah, Jack kills them and Hank, just runs yeah. off with the money, leaving. Yeah. Jack's got at least some sort of a bit of sort of an honor among thieves. <laughs> Leaves and, I mean, in one barrel. Yeah, and Todd and Todd's an ass. Yeah. I hate Todd. Oh god. Well, I That's... Mean, yeah, Todd encourages Jack to let Walt go. Now we get more of Walter being such a piece of shit. Uh, this is when like my disdain for Walter turned to outright hatred. So he turns in Jesse. Yeah. And as they're pulling him away, you know, Walt just says to him, I watched Jane die. Yeah, this is the, the scene you were talking about a couple episodes ago of the podcast, yeah. Oh, I mean, if you didn't despise Walt, I just, oh, I, yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. I like, mean, that is the scummiest thing when he does. I mean, he could have, he could have just let you know Jesse go, but no, he's like, I gotta take him with me. Which is ironic because of what happens at the end. Because isn't it? Well, we'll get to it, but isn't it Walt that tackles Jesse? Yeah, he saves him and ends up. Yeah, and ends up taking yeah. shrapnel or a bullet. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you want to so, call it. Uh, we'll, we'll get to anyway, that, but it's yeah. one of those things where, yeah, in, in this episode, it's like he wants to hurt Jesse as much as he possibly can. Well, and, there's still something involved in that finale because he sees what... So in this episode, getting back to it, I mean, Jesse ends up chained up and in a cell, like, in absolute chains where he's got to yeah. cook. And uh, Todd, you know, puts up a picture of Andrea and Brock, basically as a threat to him to keep cooking. Yeah. And, you know, we'll get to it, but, I mean, later on, Jeff has sympathy for him, even though Walt's a complete piece of shit. I mean, there's no... Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Walt... Yeah. Anyway, this episode has everything, folks. It really Ozymandias has everything you could want from this series. Yeah, it's, it's got near, yeah it's all the yeah. I, I can't even find a note in here that that I wrote down that I didn't like any part of this episode because um, well, everybody has it out too, right? I mean, Marie yeah. has it out with Skyler that you know Walt has been caught, but they realize fairly quickly that that doesn't. And then, you know, Walt Jr. ends up mm-hmm. discovering that was... the truth about his dad. Yeah, that's uh, where I then, was you know, going tell with Skyler that he's just as bad. Or sorry, she's yeah, just as she's bad. She's just as bad, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, and the end of the, you know, by the end of this, you know, he goes, because... Walt is like, oh, no, it's okay, but we still need to leave, get everything in it together, blah, blah, blah. And Walt Jr. goes off on him, and they ha- they all have a big old fight and whatever else. And, yeah, and Walt knives, and, uh, ends Walt up... Walt and Skyler get into Skyler. a knife fight, and cutting Skyler and Jr. ends up on the... Excuse me, on the phone with the police and everything else, and and Walter takes Holly. Yeah. And, oh, my God. Just, what the fuck? Walt, oh my god. At least he had the common sense to leave her at the fire station. Well, the end of this is amazing, where Walt, yeah. Walt calls her, and he's got to pretend that he's angry with her, but he's, yeah. you know, Brian Cranston's acting is perfect, as he cries the entire time, because in reality, he knows, you know, it's over, and the the jig is up, everybody knows his life is over, yeah. and the last you know, in theory, the last conversation he's going to have with his with wife, who he does legitimately love. But yeah. his last conversation with her is him, you know, calling her a bitch and just being, you know, mean to her just so that it kind of takes the... It kind of takes the... Uh, Sting out of it. Yeah, well, that and, like, she doesn't seem guilty. It takes yeah. the eyes off of her and makes it seem like she wasn't going along with it. As yeah. well as we get some really good work from Betsy Brandt, who, of course, in the same phone call, discovers that, you know, her husband's dead. That, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Again, that's. Uh, I'm finally enjoying Marie, that they're actually, you know, letting her in on what's going on, that she's not kept in the dark. Because of that, her character changes. She doesn't become this. What, to me, she has been this whole time was this just, you know, oblivious little housewife that that doesn't want to see the worst in anybody. Um, and she's finally coming around. And, like, a, my, my note was about her was, wow, she's gotten a backbone now. <laughs> That's great. 
so <laughs> Granite State. The next episode, which completely broke me, but anyway, uh, I think so, it broke everybody. Saul, <laughs> we get the last moments of humor, I think, for it as Saul uh, goes to be disappeared as well. Uh, in a neat, you know, nod to continuity, Saul says, you know, if he's lucky, you'll be managing a Cinnabon in Omaha, which for writers, or writers, which for people who have watched Better Call Saul know that's exactly what happens to him. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I mean, Walt tries to set, threaten uh, Saul, but at this point, he is so ill, he just goes into a coffin fit. Yeah, and, and Saul just walks away. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then I mean, uh, oh, <laughs> what's wrong with scenes. you? So, Jack and the gang uh, steal the confession tape for Jesse. Yep. And you know, Todd wants him alive so that he can impress Lydia. And they threaten Skyler and Holly, mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, that's only to keep Lydia out of it. Again, this is Todd working for her. Yeah. And, you know, Jesse's cooking, and now it's 92% purity, and it's blue, and et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. So meanwhile, Jesse escapes, and feeling that, you know, he has nothing to, left to lose, you know, he gets caught. Uh, and then Todd, you know, kills Andrea in front of Jesse and threatens to kill Brock. And everything is awful. Yeah. So this episode was horribly depressing. Yes, it was. And, yeah, I mean, uh, so, I mean, Walt ends up going with the Disappearer and he's horribly lonely. In the end, he calls Walt Jr., at the school, and Walt tells him, you know, just hurry up and die. <laughs> so, Walt lost everything at this point, and then he sees, you know, Elliot and Gretchen talking about how, well, you know, Walter was never really involved with us, as they have to de deliver a $28 million contribution for drug rehab, so that, yeah. you know... And that gets Walt's ego back in gear, and he flees before the police get there, because, I mean, he had, you know, called uh, the DEA so he could get nabbed. <laughs> and we end with yeah, him just not being at the bar. Yeah. No. Um. Oh. Uh. Todd this was also near, yeah. This was also a near perfect episode. It was completely different. Yep. Uh, it slowed things down completely, but it worked really well. And they got Robert Forrester as a guest star. He's the disappearer, which is really neat. Nice. Uh, yes, love him. Yeah, good get um, for them, and just oh, uh, this yeah, this season, these last few episodes were amazing. Uh, and now we have the finale, which is Felina, which is the, uh, what's the, it's the chemical composition to something, as well as, uh, you know, if you rearrange the letters, it's finale. Yeah. Uh, there's a number of different things, but, yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's pretty awesome all the way through. Um, it it's got everything, pretty much. Yeah, and onto the finale. I mean, Walt steals the Volvo. He arranges, uh, and by the way, Ari, this was probably the last funny bit as, you know, Walt recruits Badger and Skinny Pete to point laser pointers at the Schwartzes so that he can explain to them that, yeah, so he can explain to them that, you know, they have to give all this money to Walt Jr. and Holly. And see here, uh, before it was revealed that it was them, here I thought he really went out and bought like at least four or five sharpshooters. Because again, the way yeah. that that scene, well, the way that that scene is done is he asks them, "Oh, that window is east facing," and what, and you've got window reflection. So a few times when the laser pointers were moving, I thought it was two or three guys, not just just. I thought it was more than just two guys. Um, but to find out that it was Patrick's kid, I'm like, oh my god, Walt. Yeah. So I mean, and then that's also when he discovers that Jesse's still alive because somebody's yeah. cooking blue meth, and he realizes oh, it can only be, you know, Jesse only... Pinkman. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, Walt goes. He buys the machine gun at this point. We get all that, and then he has a meeting or he intercepts a meeting with Todd and Lydia. Yeah. Which was a nice touch, because he mentions that, you know, Lydia... And this is something Mike had said earlier, that Lydia is very much a creature of habit. She does the meets meetings at the same place, the same time, every week. Yep. And she uses... I will never, ever in my entire life ever use stevia. Ever. Especially oh, now. Yeah. It could be ricin. So, yeah, exactly. I, well, I was wondering... I was wondering when he went back to the house, when we have the Heisenberg thing... I was wondering why he went back for the ricin. Yeah. And obviously now we know. <laughs> well, with the slow-mo of her pouring it in, I kind of figured that, okay. Yeah, she just, absolutely. She just signed her death warrant. Yeah. Well, because where Walt was at the time, you, you got to notice, and I noticed this. I didn't really realize this at the time, but while I was watching it, but I notice it now. Walt walks in and goes over to the counter for a few minutes as she and Todd are talking and then he turns around and because she'd only had one thing of stevia already over there and the guy the the waiter guy comes over and she says oh yeah more stevia and so Walt was at the counter that's like yeah I was I was like wait when did he because you're right when she's pouring it in we know but I was like wait when oh that's when he just just like wow Walt, you crafty, crafty bastard. So we find, get the final sort of conversations for everybody. So A, uh, Marie tells Skylar that Walt is in town, but she doesn't know mm -hmm. that, you know, Walt's in the room. And we have one of my favorite conversations of the whole series. So A, Walt gives Skylar the lottery ticket, mm -hmm. which has the coordinates for Hank and Gomez's bodies, bodies out in yeah. the desert. And then B, you know, he finally admits it was all for him. Yeah. That he did it because he enjoyed it, he was good at it, and it made him feel alive. 
And I really like that, that finally Walt has to face the fact, you know, his whole I'm doing this for my family stuff was all bullshit. Bullshit, yeah. And, you know, he gets to see Walt Jr. from afar, but obviously he can never ever talk to him again. Yep. And just, it's nice because I'm, uh, I shouldn't say it's nice. Uh, <laughs> fine, I don't care. It's nice for me because, I mean, it shows that, you know, Walt's lost everything. Yeah. You know, his son is going to hate him for all time. His daughter's probably going to grow up hating him as well. Uh, and just, yeah, he's, it's all gone. And we, you know, flash forward to Walt's meeting with, Jack and everybody else. Machine gun, bitch. Well, <laughs> I wish he would have said that. Jesse, Jesse didn't know about it, but I... Jesse like, had sir. his last bitch in the last episode. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so, you know, Walt sort of draws things out a little by bringing up Jesse and Jack, mm. you know, orders having him brought out. Now, whether or not... Walt did it just to stall or because he wanted Jesse dead as well. I think maybe he thought that Jesse was working of his own volition, that what he was saying was yeah. true. And, Absolutely. and Walt was going to kill him. But then he sees that you that's know, not Jesse's the case. Yeah, terrible condition. Well, let's talk about Jesse's terrible condition at first for a minute here because it's one of those things where I forget which episode it was. I don't think it was this one. It was one where Aaron Paul was looking almost directly at the camera. The the left side of his face is in profile, and the right side of his face is kind of hidden. I almost thought that they pulled his eye out of the socket. There's a scene where it's like after they beat him up, there's a scene where he almost looks like Two-Face because... No, they're not that evil. Well, I'm I said almost... <laughs> I didn't say, you know, just like. I said almost. But, yeah, no. Um, you know, Walt sees how badly they're treating Jesse, and then I think that's when he realizes, well, I might as well save him. <laughs> yeah, so he dives on on uh, Jesse and then... Hits the button. Yeah. Uh, I liked that ja uh, Jack survives. And he tries so to Walt beg. can kill him. Yeah, yeah. He tries to beg for his life. <laughs> you may want to talk here. <laughs> I was just waiting, but yeah. Ugh, I'm just dying. Gotta Ugh. stop. Gotta stop doing that blue meth, dude. I wish. So, uh, so, so Walt kills Walt's, him like mid sentence because yeah. he's trying to bargain for his life. And we never find out where the money is. No, and that's fine. You know, I don't think he... And it's fine. It's not that big of a deal because Walt dies anyway. But I would have liked yeah. to have found out for the about the money simply for Jesse. And before then, we get this extremely satisfying scene of Jesse choking Todd to death. Oh, yes. Finally. And then, yeah, Walt, you know, tosses Jesse a gun and asks him to kill kill him yeah and of course jesse again his moral <laughs> compass is higher than walt's so 
Jesse's not going to no. He's like do it yourself. I, I really again he could have had one more. I do it yourself, bitch. <laughs> no, and then Jesse's you know it's also because Jesse's had enough listening to Walt. So yeah, absolutely. Jesse leaves and drives away. Uh, yeah. Vince Gilligan has, a couple times has gone on record saying, "Well, he probably got caught." Let's be honest, but well, I yeah. like to imagine he didn't. Yeah, and then I mean, Jesse, after all this time, finally deserves a happy ending. Yep, and uh, yeah, Walt gets the call from Todd's phone, from Lydia, and tells her that she's dead, too, and it's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Jesse, you know, looks at Walt and then drives off, and then, you know, Walt goes to the lab and dies. Yeah, yeah Walt goes to the lab and dies. Um... Fairly satisfying ending. Like I said, Jesse wins, Walt loses. Um, I assume all the family members are going to be fine. Well, relatively, but yeah, I mean... Uh, well, I'm saying Skyler and Walt Jr. and and Holly and... Yeah. You know, Maria. Okay, yeah, I mean, obviously Hank's dead, Steve's dead, all that, but... I mean, everybody else. Um... <sighs> I love how the internet will bring up crap and assume crap just to assume crap to see if they can get shit started. About two and a half months, because I actually did watch the finale when it, when it, because it was back during my first watch through of the entire series on Netflix. So I was watching these episodes as they aired and I did watch the finale and I watched part of the Chris Hardwick talking bad thing, not all of it, but I watched part of it. Um... And about three or four or five months after that, people are like, oh, Breaking Bad, season six, it's happening. I'm like, no, it's not. Walter White is dead. Oh, well, yeah, that always happens. But, you yeah, know, he's deceased. I mean, Vince Gilligan said it won't happen. And yeah. if he were to ever do anything, it wouldn't involve, you know, the White family, which, of course, it doesn't because yeah. he did end up doing something. And so now Better he's... Better call Saul, yeah. Yep. I mean... Better Call Saul, we see Saul after the conclusion of Breaking Bad uh, in these, like, oh, terribly depressing black and white scenes. Because, I mean, he's just crushed. He was never happier than when he was Saul. And so, yeah, yeah. the series is him kind of remembering how he became Saul while still being trapped in his future slash present. yeah. And, I mean, yeah, we'll see how that all ends. Yes, much, much later. We're going to comedies after this, folks. Oh, my God. I need a good turn-off-your-brain comedy at this point. Like, I I enjoyed watching through this series again. I still don't have the same love for it as you do or the same love for it that everybody else in America and Canada have for it. But but at least unlike before, I think you acknowledge that it's really well made. Which was oh, always, it is, yeah, which absolutely. Which was always my point, which, yeah. okay, you know, people have different tastes. I, you know, it's perfectly fine if people don't like it. That's, you know, just, that's great. But, you know, at least, like, acknowledge the fact that, like, man, so much care went into making every single shot. Uh, it's the same with me in video games. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the Dark Souls series. But, holy cow, you know it's really well made and a lot of effort is 
goes into it. Mm. And I can understand why people would really like it. It just happens to not be for me. And that's sort of the same thing. Like, there's lots of movies and TV shows I've watched, and I go, oh, you know, that was really good. It's just... <laughs> wouldn't be something I, you know, normally would sit down and want to choose to watch. Yeah, I think when we eventually come back around to doing Better Call Saul, uh, I think what I'm going to like about this the most, Mike is back. It's because it's before he's dead. <laughs> he dies in every episode. No, I'm just kidding. Stop it. Don't even... <laughs> Well, it oh wouldn't make much sense if he did, anyway. Yeah, no, that wouldn't make much sense at all. Um, overall, I gotta give Breaking Bad zero to five star. I gotta give it a four and a half. There was like maybe one or two moments that I just kind of felt were there, but the rest of it, it's just so good. I'm gonna stick with the stick with a five, I guess. I mean, I gave that to three and four. The season's roughly on. Yeah. On par, so. Yep. Uh, so that's our Breaking Bad coverage. I have no idea what's coming up next for Remote Control. I I don't think I want to do this, but Dot asked us something off-air about if we ever done comedies on this show. We've done a little bit, but not full-on season pass episodes for comedies. I might dive into Two and a Half Men. I don't oh. know or not. I might. I might. I don't know yet. I... I've saved the resources in case I want to. Why don't you do a good comedy like Frasier or Cheers or something? Well, yeah, that's going to happen too because I'm in the middle of watching Cheers again. I'm just saying, saying, why would you punish yourself with something even more depressing than Breaking Bad? (laughs) Because when a comedy is bad, uh, you can't mystery science theater it or anything like that. It's just depressing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a bad show. The the best part of that show for me, because I, w- I was never a fan of Two and a Half Men, because uh, Charlie Sheen passed his late mid to late 90s acting career. I'm not giving a shit what the hell that guy does. Um, but season nine, episode one, when they finally kill his character, and uh, all the guest stars and Dharma and Greg show up. Thomas Gibson and and Jenna Elfman show up as their Dharma and Greg characters. I thought that was hilarious. But anyway. Uh, But yeah, no. uh, We're probably going to go where everybody knows your name or we'll head up to Seattle to do something. I don't know yet. I'm not sure what we're going to do. But comedies may be what's up next on the ballot for remote control. Where can people find you online, sir? I review something really funny like Logan. No, um... (laughs) Hey, at uh, I'm at Nightbeat on Twitter. No, it's a great movie. My point, it, you know, the joke is that it, it's horribly depressing. <laughs> We're trying to go away from that now. I mean, this is depressing enough. How about the I, shield? I, I, That's a real laugh, right? If he didn't live in Canada, folks, I'd be kicking him in the nuts right about now. Yeah, that would uh, be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I know, obviously. Uh... <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah. You can find me at TF2 and Mike on Twitter. You can also follow at Geekcast Radio at This Week in Geek on Twitter. Uh, join us next time for whatever the hell. I don't know yet. So, tune in next time when we will all be fighting over the remote control. 
Breaking Bad 2, Electric Boogaloo. Because the world needs another movie podcast. The GeekCast Radio Network presents for your listening pleasure, The Cinema Geek. Hosted by Amanda, Kevin, Matt, and Dan. Each week we dive headfirst in the landscape of movies as we discuss movie news, play movie games, go in-depth on reviews, and even have a top ten countdown or two. Also, don't miss our director retrospective series where we review noted director's movies film by film. Bottom line is, if you love movies and love podcasts, you need to experience the Cinema Geeks. You can find us on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, or GeekCastRadio.com. Please don't give Vince Gilligan a moment of, you know, hold my beer. Nah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, actually, not pretty sure. I mean, he said a bunch of times that, like, Better Call Saul's it. Like, is it, yeah. He has no real interest in, in continuing and, he, and, and honestly, he has to go on to something else. He really, like, I, I really do dislike when certain creators end up being pigeonholed and 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 oh one, yeah but i mean you know at least one in, note yeah at least in this case i think it was just because there was such a demand for it and then well right yeah in his defense of it too uh as well i mean he uh it's better call saul feels completely different than breaking bad does it's a very different show at least and that's but yeah, good. it would have been easy for him to just do the same thing again, but it's a lot less yeah. dramatic. There's a lot less tension to it. It's not. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good thing because I, the biggest person I I come up with that has a one note career is Lucas because until he sold his soul to the mouse, uh, let's face it, unless you're an Indiana Jones fan, unless you've seen. American Graffiti or THX. Every when you as soon as you hear the name George Lucas, everybody Star Wars. You know, heaven forbid Vince Gilligan end up being like George Lucas and goes back and tries to change. I don't think he ever will. Thank God he's smarter than George. But I think it's tough just because, uh, or it would be tougher for him too, though, because uh, he does have X Files under his cap. I mean, all of the good years of X-Files were him, not Chris Carter. <laughs> uh, whether people know that or not. But, I mean, he was the yeah. lead writer for quite some time on the show. Thank you for tuning into Remote Control. There are several ways to get in contact with us and leave feedback for the show. You can visit the website, geekcastradio.com. You can email us, feedback at geekcastradio.com. You can leave us feedback in iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Geekcast Radio. You can become a fan of us on Facebook by searching Geekcast Radio Network. Call the voicemail line. Tell us the show you're leaving the message for and your name, 502-526-5821. We hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Remote Control and wish that you'll tune in next time to hear what TV topic we'll be talking about. Get those remotes ready because we are all remote controlled. Celebrate the big 2020 with T-Mobile. Switch now and get two lines for just 90 bucks and two new iPhone 11s on us. So you can take a portrait built for two with the ultra-wide camera. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, cute. Hurry in to T-Mobile and get two lines for 90 bucks and two iPhone 11s on us with qualifying trade-ins. Via 24 credits for well-qualified buyers with auto pay, plus taxes and fees. If you cancel before receiving 24 credits, you may owe up to the full value of your device of $699.99. Contact us. Qualifying port ins and finance agreements required.